Hey, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, PJ. Me, Ron. I'm Scott. And cue the theme tune. Good grief. Keep on Sunnyside, always on. What's eating you this week? <laughs> I had a lot of stuff I wanted to dig into and last week, but I've sort of half forgotten them now. They've all gone out of my... No, uh, they'll come back to me, I'm sure. Well, I've got something. What, about me? No. I'm not interested. Um, <laughs> let me tell you what it was specifically, right? So uh, my brother is still in hospital, coming out of hospital, going to be moving into a thing. And we've been chatting a lot. And, you know, we used to, when we we're when I was about 24, he was about 19, that sort of age range, um, we would go out and hang out a lot. We would be chums and go out drinking. And then we sort of fell apart. And, you know, he went off, had his life with his friends, and I went off, had a life. Um, and so I've been seeing far more of him now, going up to see him in the hospital and stuff. We were chatting, and I was in the car. And we were chatting about various things, but I, I just, I bemoaned, I says, you know, I remember, and I had one particular incident in mind, right? <clears throat> I said, um, I, I said, I've said some terrible things to people in the past. Right? The particular incident was when I was about 24 or so, um, and I was in a play, and there was a friend of mine, a uh, really good friend of mine, and, I, and he, he has a really big nose, right? <laughs> okay, just a really, uh, really big nose. And I, and, but also bad acne, right? Oh, fuck <laughs> me. And I turned to him and I just went, and I can't explain why I said it, Right, I mean, and, and I can. I, well, I turned to him and went, "All right, big news." And he was went, "What?" I went, "I called you big news, but only because I wanted to say something about your acne." <laughs> right, that was a terrible thing to say. I will not deny that that was a shitty thing to say, unnecessary, terrible. I don't know why my brain does things like that sometimes, where it goes, "Say this, say this," and then I do it. It's I know just, why. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Anyway, this was the incident I had in my head, and I said, I've said some terrible things in the past. John doesn't know what incident I'm thinking of. He went, yeah, you can be a real shithead sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> He's, that boy took my answer. <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah, I think I think for some of us, there there is a... An inclination to reach for what's funny rather than what's kind. When you say not for some of us, not even what's no, kind. I, I'm, I'm guilty of this too. Just what's fucking normal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if the choices are between funny and kind, th- th- they weren't even the choices. He was just. I'm gonna say something funny about his acne. Oh, that seems a bit mean. Oh, gotta say something funny though. Ah, <laughs> uh, look at. Oh, sorry, sorry about that big news. Well, at least you got a face like a pizza. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't deny that. Like, there are incidents through my. The, and these are the things I can remember, where I can remember saying something that was like me going, "Oh, I have seen something that in my brain has gone has fallen into a box that said this looks unusual for a human being." <laughs> and- How are you still being mean about this guy? Like, twenty five years later, trying to explain your way out of the box, and I'm like, now in my defense. My brain looked at him and thought, he doesn't look human. No, I mean, I don't mean that. I mean, it's my brain. I know my brain's defined what a human looks like. Right? 
somewhere in there is a very rigid definition of what normal is, which I don't like. I don't like that it's done this. I don't like that. Have I you don't heard like it. of Adolf Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I don't know. Well, actually, well, I was say he wasn't picking up people with big noses, but he was—he he did kind of have a very distinct <laughs> idea of what the. <laughs> wow! Let's see. Wow! This is this is going to be an interesting but, one. Let's but see. He, he did insist. He did insist that uh, Jews were always drawn with massive noses. You know that. Yeah. That yeah. Was, so he he had this idea. I that, mean, you've made that, this about <laughs> Jewish people, and I. No, I'm just saying. Uh, that, what what you what you're describing is is this is this kind of like narrow field of what you accept as being normal. Yeah, and and I think I said well, the other incident I was thinking which is, of, which is weird because looking at your artwork, you like a messed up nose. I do. I like I like really weird odd. <laughs> <laughs> I like oddities. I like peculiar things. When when I was about thirteen or fourteen, my mum used to um, she would look after some kids for uh, this woman that she knew, and they came, and they have. <laughs> The whole family have a very distinctive oval head shape. And they came to the door one day and I went, why have they got funny round shaped heads, mummy? Like, I was 13 or 14. Because it was Dan Aykroyd from Coneheads? <laughs> I just, uh, and these things live with me and, and they're constantly As they there. should. What do you mean? That, that's not, that's, this is the stuff I want to get to yeah, the bottom know, of. You don't want, no, you don't want to know the answer to these I questions. Do. What is the answer to, yeah, I do. I do. What did, is my brain doing? And can I turn that off? Did they hear you say about the shape of their heads? Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. Why did you feel the need to ask that question? Oh, I, we I, all knew. It wasn't clear to me. <laughs> we I all knew. I realised now I should have been. <laughs> it's we still, knew I mean, they I've were got standing a lot. right there. All right, kid. <laughs> I, they, look, see, that seems a cruel thing. I would, I would, I would be what um, I think my mum used to call it pass remarkable. I would just pass a remark about anyone. But in, but like, <clears throat> I I tend to go towards what's funny rather than what's truthful. Or, but not that. Like, that's just mean. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. They weren't me reaching for funny. They were me going. I have seen a thing. I will say a thing. Well, yeah. So I, I don't think that comes from a place of cruelty. It comes from a. Tell that to the Coneheads! I've not been able to shut your mouth. <laughs> They're not Mr. and Mrs. Conehead. If, well, anything, they are now. if anything, they were oval faced. <laughs> Eggs your friend. <laughs> Humpty and the rest of the family. Ed and Martha Bighead. <laughs> I just. They just. You know, they look like the spoons that <laughs> pop and spoon. No, I don't think we need. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what my brain was when I saw. And but I don't like it. I don't like it. And I want to. Uh, how do I get it out? How do you, I stop it? Go to a therapist. But what mean, are they going to say to you? Your brain just does I don't that. Know. That's why they get paid all mon- all the money. If I knew, I I'd, need if to I go... knew I'd be charging a hundred quid an hour. <laughs> Is it going to cost that much? What if the therapist has a really weird oval-shaped head and a big nose? Well, then you're going to get stuck into the meat and potatoes of it pretty fucking quick. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I don't think any of this comes from a place of cruelty. It just comes from a place of. But that's it. Doesn't matter where it comes from. It does. That, it no, does, it doesn't. Absolutely does. It, it is because that is an inherently cruel thing to point out in someone. I don't know that anything about someone's looks. Is I I, yeah. I agree with you. I mean, and, and, this is and, and, a weird I'm that not, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, about and, I'm not, this and, I'm being not, and I'm not saying that they're it, cruel as a byproduct. I'm not saying of that you're a cruel person are. for for saying it. 
but it is an, for, an inherently for think, cruel for thinking of it. Yeah, and and there is no as we've as we've already discussed. There is no way for you to talk your way out of it. Because no. when he goes, why did you say something about my nose? You go, well, I wanted to say something about your pizza face, but I couldn't. And then He if, said pizza face, not me. But then <laughs> I just said acne. That's But then if if you continue to unravel that thread, what you're gonna say to him is, Well, in my brain I know what a human's supposed to look like and it ain't you. And that's No, no. I mean you wouldn't do this anymore, would you? I definitely think things like that. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Okay. I have intrusive thought. Is that what it is? Yeah, there's a, there is a, there is a, uh, a psychological condition is the wrong thing, but there is a, a, a thing thoughts. called intrusive thought. Yeah, uh, where your brain says and does things that you think uh, the, a you would I, never you, act you, out. Do you think you can get to those? Do you think you can figure those? I think so. Or I do think you so. just end up dealing with like, them? Well, I, but I think the extreme example of of, of not being able to deal with that is Tourette's. Hmm. Yeah, where like you know their brains going, don't say tits, don't say tits, don't say tits. Yeah, yeah, and okay. that that that's how it works. Is but like it's the same they get thing. something in their head and they can't, they can't. The block between don't say it and saying it so, is not there. Like I first started talking about so this maybe with my it's dad, a sophisticated Tourette's a long time ago. Sophisticated, sophisticated Tourette's. Tourette's, Jesus yes, Christ! You have special Tourette's. Yeah, of course it has to be fucking special because rather than just blurting it out, you think about what you're going to say and then go, oh, that's a bit mean. I'll rein it back, but then I will tell him the first thing that I was going to say. <laughs> Me and my dad started talking about this a while ago, a long time ago, um, because he has it as well. Uh-huh. And we kind of stumbled upon it by accident um, because he said, you know, one day I was in Castle Court and there was a woman in a wheelchair and she she kind of bumped into the back of my heel. Mm-hmm. And I kind of turned around and, and <clears throat> said, oh, sorry. And she goes, would you get out of my fucking road? Mm. And then kind of wheeled around him. And my dad was like, I could just kick her out of that wheelchair. Nobody would see. <laughs> okay. What would what would really happen? Yeah. And, and, I, and then we started talking about it and looked into it a little bit further. And there's a thing called intrusive thought. Yeah, yeah. So I, as I understand intrusive thoughts, a lot of it's self, it's, you know, it can lead to self-harm and it can do this The thing is, it depends what you're thinking about. Yeah. Like uh, intrusive thought could be like, uh, yeah, it's, I could do this. Yeah, and and what if I did? Mm. What would be the you know what would be the outcome of that? Or it could just be like an anger. If you're in if you're in an argument with somebody, you'll probably you could be sitting quite passively mm-hmm. and having an argument with someone, but in your head screaming and Smashing fighting. The face and, with a fire yeah, yeah, exactly. And and taking. Oh, I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but the, like intrusive thought is a very 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 common. <laughs> Occurrence. Okay. Okay. Um, but, but we but, just all just deal with it. We all just we go. That's yeah, fine. And I think that there's probably doesn't is, matter if you're not. I think there probably on. is ways to to <coughs> professional ways to deal with it. But it depends how it manifests. <laughs> Those you and your professional ways. Well, uh, that's what, <laughs> age old suspicion of therapy again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, just don't say them. Well, I don't. Anymore. I, so what are you, worried, so what are you worried about? Well, not. I'm just. I'm just. It's just. Uh, I was a bit upset that my brother kind of went. Yeah, you were an arsehole. Yeah, and, but, and it was but, like a whole different set of things that whole, I don't remember. Well, I when you, when you're younger, I mean, I'm talking about whenever you're a child. I mean, you, you don't have the filter no, to, to I know. Th- maybe I am now. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I still do. I don't know. Maybe it's the the event that I have is Twitter, and and the control mechanism I have is that's a terrible thing to say. Can I make that sound funny now? Can I figure out a way to well, make that's that? That's what comedians do all the time. Yeah, uh, 
I mean, at least at not least Twitter. Mean. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you type something uh-huh. and you think, "Oh, that doesn't." You oh yeah, I've deleted it. a lot of. Yeah, once you see stuff in print, you're yeah, like, you go, "Oh yeah, there's no way to make this funny." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The biggest thing is is tweeting a funny thing and then realizing a it's a little bit cruel and b you don't actually know that person. Well, that's right. You don't know them well enough to be cruel at all. I type by something, I go, "Yeah, twenty, maybe thirty. That's too many followers I'd lose." <laughs> <laughs> so. I have something that kind of loosely ties on, in with on, this. I went into town today. We took Ralphie and Lena and, and Hannah. She had some stuff to pick up for a class that she's, that she's mm-hmm. teaching. And as we were coming back from the shop in uh, Corn Market, where the bandstand used mm-hmm. to be and the, the, the big sculpture is now, there was a guy, a street performer, mm-hmm. who was just getting set up, um, yeah. a black guy from upstate New York. Fancy okay. beggar. <laughs> um. And he was really funny. Yeah. He was just getting set up. He was trying to get a uh, yeah. get, uh, trying to get a crowd in, and he was being really, really funny. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, yeah, okay, let's watch that. He had three basketballs sitting behind yeah. him. I thought he's going to do something basketball with, basket, with the basketballs. This would be cool. So we stood and watched him um, for a little bit, and he was constantly trying to to drum up a crowd. Mm. Um, he's doing a UK city tour. This is how he makes his living, apparently. Um, but it's... <laughs> it's just the way you said that. Just made it sound like... Pfft. I mean, he could get a job. <laughs> but that's how he's chosen to do it. He, um, uh, but I, evidently he was struggling to get his normal crowd size yeah. on a Monday afternoon in Belfast. Yeah. Um, he was very engaging with everybody who was walking by, and that's how he got people to stop. Yeah. Um, and he was, he was, for the most part, very, very funny. One guy walked through the little roped off. It was just yeah. a rope on the ground. It wasn't yeah, yeah. a thing. One guy walked through um, smoking mm-hmm. and he stopped him as he'd done with everybody else who's walking through. He didn't mind people walking through. Mm. He just saw it as an opportunity to get somebody to stop yeah, yeah. and and things. So they had a bit of a, a bit of back and forth about, he was smoking a rolled cigarette mm-hmm. and they started on it. Is this a joint? Blah, blah, blah. He took it off him and stubbed it out. And there was a bit of lighthearted back and forth. So the guy who was of Asian descent, mm-hmm. and this will, this will is this will required a- knowledge. Okay, um, then stayed and watched, uh-huh. and uh, about halfway through the show, there was another little bit of back and forth banter, all good mm-hmm. natured. But the guy started the the um, the Asian guy started making some gangster signs that it's really hard to explain this because you just sound like a like a dad trying to explain like the type of si- type of signs that your dad makes that when he see like when he thinks that he's like cool. side, yes yo. stuff yeah stuff yeah. like that stuff that is would be inherently associated with, with black culture yeah okay the guy said <clears throat> hey man don't don't do that mm-hmm. and i thought okay that's that's dealt with now mm-hmm. <laughs> but what he then went on to do would what he then went on to do was say that would be like me doing this. Uh oh, right, hang on. I've just strapped myself in for this one. Hold on one Click. second. <laughs> <laughs> he put his hands by his sides, did a waist height bow, uh-huh. and came back up doing the Dave Chappelle Chinese face, uh-huh. which is the sucked in cheeks, the buck teeth, and okay. the, the tightly shut eyes. Yeah, and no, but then he went full hog and did full pulled slanty eyes. Ooh. Right. Okay. And every and everybody went. Ooh, we don't know. We don't know don't, how to deal with yeah, this. Wait, I don't know how. I'm confused. Is it still racist? I, that guy's it's a the black guy. Olympics and we're not involved. 
As usual, I, Northern Ireland doesn't have a dog in this fight. I, I laughed uncomfortably. Hannah went, oh, I don't think that's okay. Um, the other guy seemed kind of okay with it, but like not so much. Yeah. Then some kind of tracksuit looking guys from over there were like, oh, mate, mate, you hurt his feelings. He's away off to cry. And the basketball player mm-hmm. said, I'm not sure how you can see with such small eyes. <sighs> yeah, hang on. At uh, the guys in the tracksuit? Yeah, no, the track guys actually said, oh, he's crying. You've heard his feelings. He's away crying. Oh, right. Okay. And like, he says, I'm not sure how you could see with such... Uh, basically, see what it, his what eyes are so small. Well, good luck with the rest of that tour. <laughs> but it, what was weird... And it this feels is what, like a very strong reaction... It was it was a very strong reaction. And I, it feels yeah, like there the, may well be that the problem here isn't um, his reaction to that, that what the the Asian guy did, but so much as the fact that we don't react so much to that. That's of, okay. That, so there there that, are two weird things. Yeah, there's two the weird things that I, signage, that I wanted to talk about. You and I don't see, so we don't we don't kind of have that same. It's got a, a very strong racial overtone, and so when somebody does it to a guy from the states, he's probably going, oh, "I've seen this shit, and yeah, I'm not putting yeah. up with this shit." And, and I, that that is a bigger but, but trigger the, for the that difference guy. would be if Scott had been doing the. Gangster signs at it, and then the guy came back with some like you know stereotypical white stuff. Honky. What would that be? Well, some sort. Go, of, please, please do just, something. Just Dave Chappelle's got that white voice. As <laughs> he's well. got a white. He's got white voice. Richard excuse Pryor. Me, excuse me, sir. Richard Pryor has white voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, well, sort of the sort of real tight ass, uh, uptight white guy yeah. thing, <laughs> uh, which is really really funny whenever they do it because we can see ourselves in that. Yeah. What do you mean but they? <laughs> Black comedians. <laughs> okay. But whenever they do it, you can see you can see yourself in yeah, it yeah. and you see yourself reflected in that. <clears throat> but if they channel that at a different race, then all of a sudden there's a it does feel weird. It's, there is a little bit of a weird there's and but, it, but the also weirdest, but it's, the not, it's not is, it's not I mean the thing is you say when when we see that that is that's like oh yeah, I can see myself in that. But that's not aimed at you. That's that's aimed at a yeah, it's, that's not aimed at you specifically. Well, but like so if, I, if, I if he'd imagine done that if he'd you, done... Scott, would you have thought... Nah, I mean, I wouldn't have been throwing up gang signs at him in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but if it, but if he'd decided to challenge you no, I by, wouldn't the, have, by no, making I, fun of your whiteness... No, I wouldn't have had a problem. No, I don't think no, I would but, have but a problem uh, either. If it was aimed at you and aggressively aimed at you, it would be a different well, like, matter. Well, like picking out their big nose? Well, you... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, think the, I think the difference obviously is... I, my, you, I you, you can been, make fun of white people all you want, but white, all you're really making fun of is their privilege. Yes, right. Yeah, and it's pretty hard to go. Oh, you got me. You yeah. got me. I'm privileged. You know, and that's that's really. I think the the thing is that that maybe is the 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 trigger for you and I would not necessarily be the whiteness of us. It will be yeah. something else. Yes. But, but, well, uh, but what I was know. what I was thinking about, and I, it didn't hit me until I thought about it afterwards, was nobody challenge the behavior yeah no people don't do that here in I, I know that's what and that's uh, i said to hannah when we were leaving uh, that was that was very that was very good the show like what did, <clears throat> yeah. and i'll talk about that in a minute um but i said he got he really got nothing back and she's like yeah we're a standoffish society we're not mm. we're not there to like yeah. everybody there probably really enjoyed it yeah but they're not prepared to show no. yeah how they, we were raised in a society where you didn't want to show too much in case people thought you're a Protestant or a Catholic. Yeah, you know. You, you, you <gasps> Did you hear the way he was clapping? I'm sure that's a Catholic clap. <laughs> that's totally the way Catholics clap. <laughs> you know, all uh, out of time. <laughs> so we, we, us Protestants have the rhythm bit in this. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, mean, I, I was raised to kind of like, don't speak loudly. Don't you know if you're around? Yeah. If you're around people you don't know, don't give away mm. too much about yeah. yourself. 
And I think that's just ingrained in our whole And also, there, also, there was a law for a long time that more than four or five people got together in a group. The police would disband it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still, we're still very suspicious of groups. Yeah. So, but what, but then what happened was the guy, the, uh, the Asian guy stuck around until mm-hmm. the end of the show and the guy does the, the thing where you pass around, the, mm-hmm. well, he passed around a carved out basketball um, for donations. Mm-hmm. And the Asian guy went up to him afterwards, and I assume hit him, no. stole his money, <laughs> split the money. <laughs> <laughs> I assume either apologized or they talked about it because they hugged it Gave out. Gave him a fortune cookie. Uh, oh, <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Oh, <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Is it not a good joke? Where's the? Where's the? Ron's where's laughing. The, I'm just like. Right where's, right. The, where's Where's the crickets button? We have crickets. <laughs> we have a crickets. Not button. anymore. No. <laughs> Um, right, okay, maybe and, that they, was and they hugged it out, so they yeah. obviously oh, yeah, kind of yeah. squashed whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it, but it was just—I don't know if it was a visceral reaction from him. Here's or the thing: or, or he did a PJ and went for the funny. Yeah, but you know, a bit on the surface and a t- tiny bit yeah, racist. Just, and, some, well, yeah, but, but, I know, but here's the thing: right, whenever he was doing gang signs at the guy, the guy wasn't doing gang signs in the first place. So it wasn't like an obvious funny. It was a very wide stereotypical. Let's yes. make fun of this guy's blackness. Yes. Yes. For no reason other than I'm standing here. Other than, yeah, but the guy had kind of had a bit of a they'd had a bit of a back and forth already, Fire, so yeah. there was a bit of. Um, he maybe I don't know one of them maybe he maybe thought hey we're doing we're, we're for we're, fun and it I'm part of the show <clears throat> if I'm going to do this yeah. now because you know yo yo your mama and then it's like what the fuck and then it's and then it yeah. kind of escalated the other thing as well is with with the you know a black guy making fun of your whitenesses nobody does that to you. Like, you, you and I don't walk down the street and somebody goes, here comes the white guy. Look at him we're doing his white guy no, walk. but then we don't live in a society with an awful lot of people of colour in it. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, if we were in a, if we were raised to expect that level of abuse because of the colour of our skin, we would react differently when we received that abuse. Yeah, but, but my point is that... Um, Whenever black comedians do it, it's it's perceived as punching upwards, you know. Yeah, yeah. In a society where they are the minority and they yeah. are the the less privileged people, to, to, yeah. you know, so they they can make fun of whiteness without any rep- repercussions whatsoever because they're making fun of the man essentially. Yeah. Uh, making fun of other races comes across as just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Although Dave Chappelle can do it. No, he can't. No, I don't no, think he can. I don't think I mean, he can do leeway. it, and you can laugh, but he gets an awful lot of shit he from, does get from a lot all of shit sides. For it. Yeah, yeah. No, the um, only reason is he's so wealthy and so popular. Yeah, he kind of skips away. On it. Also married to an Asian woman. Well, the the, the that's, which, that's which his cover. A, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the the guy um, whose name I don't, I didn't, I didn't get, but he is was the twenty thirteen and twenty sixteen freestyle basketball champion, world champion. Okay. He's not um, helping himself there with stereotypes. <laughs> He's quite short. Well, if okay. If okay. That, uh, but uh, you I know, would never have noticed that. I would have picked up on his height. Thinly veiled racism aside, <laughs> the show was very good, and he is incredibly funny and yeah. was able to engage everybody. Yeah. Um, it, just, a, we, just a we don't engage. But yeah, but we yeah, he didn't get an awful lot. <clears throat> um, Too many Presbyterians. An awful lot back. Was he yeah, was he I doing just, it round abortion corner there? Was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. But it was a Monday, so it, even even they know not to try and do it on a Monday. Um, Nobody's getting an abortion on Monday, Muriel. Don't. It's fine. No, Monday's lying day. Take a day off, Sadie. <laughs> all the abortions are. All the Catholics are not are still sleeping in from mass on Monday. It's fine. There's no abortions happening then. Um. So yeah, that was that was weird. Yeah, that that is a very strange uh, encounter. Altogether, 
So you've been up to any racism, Ron? No, no. I went to see Hustlers yesterday. Oh, right. And? It's had a lot of awards um, buzz around it. This, so I is thought, the, this is the film about three kind of strippers well, or something? Well, it's, that, ba- it's based on of... a true story um, from based on a New York Times article from uh-huh. 2014 about a group of strippers who take to drugging clients and and uh, robbing them, basically. Uh-huh. You know, they take their credit cards and they scan them for five grand at a time. Okay. Um, so I went to the cinema to see this by myself yesterday. The, the movie was alright, but the thing that stuck out to me the most was I was sitting beside two teenage girls um, and <laughs> they were really well behaved. Okay. <laughs> and that's a rare thing for me in a cinema these days. Okay. And I, I, I kind of felt a wee bit uncomfortable for the, for the first 10-15 minutes because Surprisingly, for a movie about strippers, there's not a lot of boobies in this film. Okay. There's not a lot of just you know nudity that doesn't even really need to be there, right? But it's there, and there's an awful lot of sexual dialogue. And I'm sitting there going, like, I'm a 41 year old man sitting beside these, I think, 14, 15 year old girls. Okay, and I just feel it just felt a bit odd. It's hard to have a wank. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in one of the, I was in one of the recliners. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but what I did notice is the whole way during the, the trailers and the previews and stuff, uh, they were nattering away and talking on the phone. Look, I mean, I was kind of looking on there to see what they were doing. Don't, phone get phone. off your phone. Get well, off your uh, phone. Well, well, I was sitting there whispering to myself going, oh, God, I'm going to have to move, I'm going to have to move, going to have to move. Um, but as soon as the movie started, they put their phones away and everything went quiet and they, they stopped talking. That never happens to me anymore. And and I was, did one of them turn to the other and go, this old dirty pervert keeps looking at us. We should just stay I here wish and not put move. his trousers back on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I sort of realised just how unusual it is for me that, that people don't talk in the cinema. I mean, last week I went to see a Downton Abbey film with my mum and Susie, and we were sitting beside. Um, Even harder to have uh, a wank in that well, one. <laughs> <laughs> don't you believe it? Uh, there was four, there was four middle aged women sitting just to my right. And as soon as like they got in, they were just nattered away, uh, and uh, and I realized what it was for them. Like they kind of probably watched Downton Abbey. This is, in, in this their their can you nights. believe that Mister Salisbury's done that now? And, and basically, they just brought their living room to the, yeah. to, the to the movie theater. I find I don't find that the the, the the poorly behaved people in cinemas are the youngsters. I find it's mostly people who should be knowing better. Oh, for me, it's everyone. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone, anyone else. Everyone. I don't know why you go to the cinema. I don't understand. Like, I go you've to got an incredible I, I screen I love here. going to the cinema. I love seeing new films. I love seeing things on a big screen. Um, I, I, I've really got to love going by myself recently, and that's no criticism of Susie. Or everyone, else, like, everyone I usually go to the cinema with is really quiet and well-behaved, but I like kind of not having to... There's so a slight expectation if you go, let's go and see this film, and you're yeah. thinking, I hope this is good because I I've can, told them to come with me, and yeah. now they're coming. And oh, what if it's terrible? That's and, it. and, I, yeah. and because ever since I got the Omni Pass, I can go and see movies that I think look bad, mm. just for the hell of it. Or, yeah. uh, and like, like I say, I went to see Hustler just because you had a free I, pass. I, I, heard, I heard a bit of buzz about it, and I didn't have to think, oh, well, I've got to spend seven, seven quid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say Jennifer Lopez is good in it, but there's an awful lot of talk about her getting awards. Uh, like you know, there's an awful lot of Oscar buzz around her. And I say Constance Wu, who is the, the, is it, the, the lead Jennifer? Of the film. Lo- do you think the Jennifer Lopez Oscar buzz is a bit like um, when Sean Connery got his Oscar buzz? It's like, but with Sean Connery because he's a seventy-two year. Well, she was wasn't wearing, he wasn't wearing a g-string. Yeah, but but like she's fifty, so that's pretty old for a woman in Hollywood. So Sean Connery's seventy-two. It's well, like look, they're look, not going to have a career. We'd better give her. But you know. 
I think it's a lot easier to look phenomenal at 50 when you're a, a millionaire actress. I don't know. I'm looking pretty good. I'm nearly 50. <laughs> um, what are you giving me that funny look for? You're, you say you don't say think mean things, but your face, your face is saying a lot of mean things right now, Scott. A lot. <laughs> Scott, what have you seen recently? When we start doing a mime-based podcast, Scott's going to be amazing on it. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Scott, you saw Extraordinary, didn't you? Oh, I did see Extraordinary. So what's Extraordinary? And why why is Extraordinary better than just Ordinary? Like, if you had Extra of an Ordinary, it should be just more Ordinary. But it's not. It's better. No, it's not better. Like, if you had pizza and you had no, Extra ex- pizza, it would be just more pizza. Extra means without. Extra means beyond. Beyond. Beyond the Ordinary. Oh, not not like more Ordinary. It's just a, it's a word that has kind of been obfuscated over time. Okay. Because I think people would will assume extraordinary if something is extraordinary. And how do you pronounce it? Extraordinary or extraordinary? They kind of talk about this in the in the film a little bit, Mm -hmm. and I didn't really know. I thought that if something was extraordinary, Mm -hmm. it would be amazing. No, extraordinary for me is the paranormal. Something extraordinary out of the like, yeah, wow, beyond the norm, (laughs) extraordinary. Yeah. That's that is a the oh right. So what what is the title of it? Extraordinary two and words. Is there a hyphen? Which is a pun. It's a pun in the film. Okay. And that she want the main character wants to be ordinary. Uh huh. She desires nothing more than than an ordinary life. Yes. Uh, but she plays. But she's she got has, extra lives. She has she has a talent. She has a talent for basically talking to and and bringing the dead into. <gasps> oh right! Oh, it is a ghost film. It's a ghost film. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah bring, I like ghost films. So she can channel the dead people into the bodies of the living. Oh right, okay. Well, um, this is not what I did. I just assumed by the title of it, it'd be a boring old no, forty film. Is, but it is a comedy horror film, very much. I'd say in the mold of something like Shaun of the Dead. Well, or the Frighteners? We like the Frighteners. I have no Paranorman. De- definitely, there's and no, it's it, it's much more in line with Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is in, it an Irish it, film? Yes, yeah. it is yeah. set in a rural. Why am I, I having to ask you all these questions? You just because you me interrupted me. I haven't gotten that part yet. Fucking word out. <laughs> it is set in a rural Irish town. For, for one second, it was like a seance where <laughs> you were both inhabited by some sort of ghost monster thing. <laughs> it's set in a rural Irish town. Yeah, and the, the movie starts with a sort of play on a, a VHS of a of an Irish man talking about uh, talents and and the uh, and, and and basically the supernatural in, mm-hmm. in the small village and how things become haunted. And it's, it's and how it's the 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 ordinary objects that do, that do weird things that become haunted, as opposed to a specter inhabiting. All of your house, okay. like if your toaster's doing something weird, yeah, yeah. there's somebody stuck in your toaster. Yeah, like if your toaster, for example, actually works on the numbers between one and seven, and not just at the numbers one and seven. So if you get something beyond either well, pure you know white or burnt, you actually get like a brown. Do you know what the numbers represent? No, toastiness, time. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, well, it's they not do. seven minutes. It is seven minutes. It's not no, seven it's not. minutes. It is. It's not. Because, what because, the fuck? You think like your toaster represents time? Well, mine doesn't go up to fucking seven. If you look at the show notes, five. I'll have a video that debunks this, okay? <laughs> because the, there's been many videos made debunking the, the number equals it's time not thing. Of, time. Well, mine is time. It's not time. It is. It's toastiness. <laughs> it's not toastiness. There is no logic behind toastiness. It is a toastiness <laughs> of four. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's about heat. It's about how long they're subjected to heat, but it's not time. Yeah, how long it's they're subjected to heat. It's the same heat they've been but subjected it's not four to. Minutes. Oh, it's, to do with it. it's the same heat regardless. No. It's, yes. the, it's, it's the same heat. 
but for a longer period of time. Yes. But the four is not four minutes. <laughs> yes. It is not in there for four minutes. Versus it's one not, minute. There's a little metal stripe, that, a strip of metal that curls as the heat is applied, and that's, that's when it tells it how long it's been. You seem to know an awful lot about toasters I for had, a man who doesn't have a working toaster. <laughs> no, my toaster works the way everyone's toaster works, pure white or black as your boot. Nope. Well, anyway, so it's set in a small rural town. Uh, With the, the, a haunted toaster. The, yes. the lead character is played by Maeve Higgins, who's a, an Irish comedian. You, might, you may or may know her. She's uh, very funny. But she is uh, the daughter of the man in the original, in the original VHS tape. And she's, uh, she's got the talent for bringing the dead into a living body. <clears throat> but she wants to forget all about all that. She just wants to be a driving instructor. <laughs> okay. She, there was I an quite unfor- like that already. There was I an like unfortunate that. incident that she, that she doesn't want to... Okay. Um, happen again so she, it, she ignores her talent it's completely. not it's not like a two camera kind of realism kind of office like thing oh no it? no a, we're very much in the realm of like this is a film. well put together um i mean I, like Sean that that's the best thing i can kind of compare it to and yeah. they, they've clearly tried to make a very very funny movie and mm. they've succeeded in a lot of a lot of ways okay um the so she's uh, <sighs> Where was I? Oh yeah, so she <laughs> like she checks her phone at the end of the day, and and instead of you know people calling her for a booking driving instruction driving driving lessons, it's all people like so Rose, tell me this: do you still do the medium work? You mm. know, and every, all people want to talk to her about is is supernatural stuff, mm. and she can't seem to get enough clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she meets an, a, a single man, Martin, 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 Martin. Martin. <laughs> Martin, Martin. Okay, yeah. who is uh, who lives in a house <laughs> with his. With his daughter and the spirit of his dead wife. Okay. Who uh, is basically trying to ruin his life. Okay. Um, but he's very aware that, mm-hmm. that his wife's there. And then he basically tries to employ her to get rid of his wife. Concurrent to this, uh, Will Fort has moved into the village a few years ago. Is the American actor? Will Fort, the American actor. Okay. And Forte. he's playing, I don't know what the, what the, who the equivalent in the real world would be. Like... He's almost, he's like he's like a he's almost like a David Essex type character. Yeah, he's, he's had one massive hit back in the eighties. Yeah, and he's trying to reclaim his past glory, so he's picked but up he, this satanic book of rituals. Oh, that would be um, that would be uh, uh, mysterious girl. Um, oh, Peter Andre. Peter Andre. Yeah, but so it, it like he, at the height of his fame, he like re- retreated to Ireland and bought a castle, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. the the. The creative juices never flowed yeah. again for him. Yeah, so he's basically a, a, a local celebrity, mm-hmm. but he's uh, he's trying to recapture the glory days. And he, when we when we meet him, he's got a floating virgin in his in one of his uh, uh, uh what do we call it, like a ball, like a hall ballroom ball in the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and she's floating inside a inside a pentagram, mm-hmm. and then she accidentally explodes because his girlfriend wakes her up and she explodes. Apparently, okay. you can't, well, yeah, you can't wake up someone in a trance or they'll explode. Yeah. Okay, so basically, he spent all he spent the last of his money on this satanic book mm-hmm. that he is going to use to rejuvenate his creativity and finish in his, a Faustian his album. sort of act he's going to okay. sell. Yeah, um, so and, then he he finds that um, Martin Martin's daughter is. Is uh, the nearest virgin, and he and he's going to basically use her. So he okay. puts her in a trance, and then basically the let's plot. Not, from, let's not okay. The, the plot from the, plot from then on is they're trying to find enough enough spirits to generate ectoplasm because apparently you need seven people's ectoplasm to rub okay. on her face to get her out of it. So yeah, it's a <laughs> so it's like spiritual bukkake. Yes. Okay. So it's a very very funny film. Uh, I think anyone in Ireland would recognise. Just the little Irish things about it. They're, they're, you know, yeah. the, the small townness of it. The thing about it, like, it's something like, uh, what was it? The oh, Young Offenders, the series Young yeah. Offenders. A lot of the, the humor 
and and Derry Girls to an extent as well. A lot of the humor isn't in a gag; mm. it's in just something the way somebody says something or somebody says something that isn't an it's outright explosive written joke. reaction to something. Yeah, usually. and it's and it's colloquialisms and and that mm. sort of thing. And they are all kind of very mm-hmm. present. And even how people deal with like ridiculously shocking. Oh Jesus! Mm. You know, like it's little things like that that make Delivery it very, very more funny. Than, more than yeah, gags. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it immensely. Okay, I had a really good time watching it. You, end, I, there's a, definitely there's a butt hanging in the air. No, well, and I can feel the, your not, butt it's hanging. Not the, it's not the virgins. <laughs> if, if, I, if, I, if I can compare it to Shaun of the Dead again for one second, in Shaun of the Dead, Edgar Wright is really good at setting up stuff early in the film that pays off later with more of an emotional resonance. Mm. You know, there's multiple times where people say things that come back later, and when you hear them the second time, you almost get a catch in your throat because yeah, they, mean, they something mean something. Different. Yeah, this film didn't mean anything. Mm. At the end of it all, it was just jokes. Yeah, and even at the very end, it ends on a very kind of like blasé joke. Right. And, yeah, that was that one threw me a little bit. Yeah, the very very last line threw me a little bit. I have to say, and I kind of wanted. I mean, there's stuff that clearly has happened in this woman's life that. You would think to anybody else would have an emotional payoff, but the emotional payoff is almost like, oh, well, that's nice. Wasn't that great? Wasn't it great? We all, we, all, we all had a good time at that. You know, and that's, it sort of feels like. It's your least convincing accent, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sort of feels like they, they, they couldn't get to the heart of the, of the issue, so they just mm. wrote jokes instead. Yeah. And I'm not saying that jokes are easy to write, but it's really hard to write stuff that kind of resonates with people on an emotional level. Yeah. And long, like, years after seeing Shaun of the Dead, I still think of the emotional beats in it, mm. whereas in this, I'm only going to think of the jokes. Yeah, and I, I think I don't, I don't know if it's a case of the pass an hour, but it'll not be not be something you'll stick Look, with for a long it, time. It will become an Irish cult classic. I have no yeah. doubt about this because it's a funny film. I think if people were watching it after a few pints and after the the pub, uh, you'll laugh your whole way through it. It's very like father. It's like Father Ted more than it is like anything else. I mean, it's 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 a celebration of small town life, a celebration of Irish rural life. But what it isn't is, I'd say, a heartfelt movie. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, then. Um, I saw another film. Okay, go on then. PJ, PJ just slouched down in his seat. <sighs> I don't feel we've adequately dealt with all my issues, but let's let's keep on with the film reviews. I don't think we <laughs> could show possibly... show's only an hour long. <laughs> I don't think we could adequately deal with all of your issues. Yeah, well, give us another issue. I, don't, I mean, I just... You know, you're you're going to have to package them up and dole them out to us in some sort of way that we can deal with them. I'm not I'm not your fucking therapist. Not I'm not, I'm not, not going to gently tease these little things out of you. Well, that's oh, all right. Okay, well, let's talk about the film then. What did you see? <laughs> this is like this is what it's going to be like for your therapist. You haven't asked me a question in a couple of minutes. <laughs> I don't think I want to do this anymore. <laughs> How much of your personality do you think is shaped by you when you're a child? All of it. All of it? Yeah. Like, it just all... I'd, I'd say by the time you're about 11 or 12, you're pretty much who you are. Mm. And, th- I mean, that that was the case for me. I'd say it's probably the case for an awful lot of people. Yeah. I'd be... I mean, uh, I'm as lazy now as I was then. <laughs> I Good guy. I was going to ask you what your personality you know, I, was. I enjoy doing the same things that... Or at least in in the you know in the same realm mm. uh, that I do now, I I much prefer taking things apart and putting them back together and that sort of thing as opposed to sitting down and learning anything in the fancy book smarts. 
I like fancy book smarts. Uh, I I'm definitely I definitely still have a very sort of supercilious uh, attitude about things. I had that when I was eleven or twelve. Cynical um, kind of cynical. Oh, no, I think I'm, I think my cynicism. I, I don't think I'm as cynical now as I was maybe when I was sixteen or seventeen. But I think that's I think I, I think that's just a byproduct of being a teenager. When you're sixteen or seventeen, you're cynical yeah. about everything. Mm. You know everything everything that your parents' generation came up with was bad. And don't they see that they're ruining the? So I'm, the I'm just, what I'm trying to get to, I suppose, is is it's, I, I my kids are the way they are now. Yeah, that's it. They're not. That's it. That's, they're not in. gonna. Yeah, because we were packing away stuff from just cupboards filled with things the kids have had, and then two years later, you sort of like when you're older, you think I'll put this in the cupboard. I'll need it in six months or five years from now, and five years later, you go. Shit, that's, I needed that. I need this. Bring it. I've got it. Whereas kids are like, I'm really into this. This is the most important thing I've ever owned. And it's the greatest thing ever. And then they go, um, I've got something else says now. And you go, well, I'll put this in the cupboard because I'll want it in six months. Six months later, nope. Still no interest. Five years later going, I remember this, but I'm not interested in it. So we find um, a load of footballs. Like I'm talking 12, 13 footballs. And Tom was really into football. Right? Thirteen footballs. Yeah, thirteen footballs. He'd buy footballs every other week. Were they deflated? Yeah, they were all a bit saggy. Okay. So right. and yeah, they were but, all in cupboards. Uh, yeah, all a bit saggy, but and, still and different sizes. Yeah, the spherical and different sizes, and you know, Where? A couple of, in the in our flat. I don't think our, if I wanted to hide thirteen footballs in my house, I could. <laughs> they were all shoved into the cupboard in the, in our Aaron, or not an Aaron cupboard, in a cloak cupboard. They, I mean, it's a cupboard that like we so put that whenever you open it, they would comically fall out on you. No, no, whatever. <laughs> they were right in the back. That could be the only reason to hide thirteen footballs in a cupboard. <laughs> There's a bit. Nathan, put something in the football cupboard. There's a bit. Daddy, I got a pink one for the football cupboard. There's like 12 or 13. When somebody comes around and opens this, this is going to be hilarious. Like, here's the thing they weren't in the front where they would fall out because then we'd spot it, then we'd throw them out. They were at the back because they got shoved into the back and forgotten about. So every time we put our our, um, uh, Hoover in there, it would pop out. And, you know, we'd put our stairs in there, like little steps, they'd pop out, and the iron board would pop, everything would... So we're, con- oh, sorry. so we're constantly fighting to keep things in there, and every time you get them, these things are popping out. And we hit the... Pro- the problem was 13 footballs in the cupboard, right? So we get these footballs out, and Tom, when the World Cup was on, the last World Cup was, I don't know, is, that, is, this, is this a good room to ask when the last World Cup was on? It was, def- World- it was definitely in the last last World Cup was 20... 20- 18? Anyway, yeah. no. Yeah. No, no, the prior one then. It must be the prior one. All right, 2014? Um, yeah. He was really into football then. He would get me to go out. I don't know if you remember. I, I'd go out and play football with him, and I hated it. And so I would constantly, can we st- can we go back in? Can we? And he's, Daddy, I want to play football. And I'd go back in. And then we were getting all these footballs together, and I went, Tom, your footballs, do you want to play football? Nope, not interested. Well, but, but you love football? He went, no, I don't care about it. But, but and now I'm worried I did that. I'm worried I made him not love football anymore. No, whenever you're a child, you try on lots <laughs> of different things to see if you like them. But he really loved it at the time. Yeah, I loved football for about approximately three weeks whenever I was about seven <sighs> or eight. It's been a parent's hard shit. Yeah, but uh, but now, you know, he's probably pretty much baked in with what the, the stuff he actually does. He wants like. to be a comic artist. That's well, the... sorry about that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got me, I found, so now he's wanting to be a comic artist. He's getting really interested in the stuff I've drawn. 
and he has started digging up old comics of mine that I've I've done, including when I did Nana's and Custard in two thousand and one or something, which was a kids comic. Um, and he's found at the time that it came out, I cut out the pages and stuck them in a wee folder to keep the artwork because I, you know, I wasn't going to keep the books, the magazines. So he's found these, and he came into me today, and he goes, "Daddy, can you sign these?" I went, "It's a bit odd. <laughs> I could sign them if you like." I went, do you want me to make them out to Thomas? And he went, no, 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 just sign them. I went, nah, I can't. they won't go on eBay for that. <laughs> I, says, uh, I says, do you want me to make them out to Thomas, my favourite number one son? He went, yeah, I went, I'm not doing that. What do you think I am? I says, oh, just, well, secretly pretend. Uh, so I started signing. He was like, no, 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 don't sign it. It's weird. <laughs> I go, but do you want me to sign it or not? He says, yeah, no, it's 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 weird asking you to sign up. I'm going. Well, it is a bit weird. Thomas has been there whenever you've been in a signing queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and he's does, he's does signed things. He's signed things as he's well. Thing. He yeah, because when, yeah, yeah. when we were when we were in Uma and I bought, I so I, I printed out sixty copies or something. Seventy five to six. No, I see. I think 50, 60 copies. And we ended up with four left that he didn't that we didn't sell, and he signed all of them. Christ, what's he bought now? Uh, well, he about ninety quid he earned from that, and he bought a bunch of comics to take home. But otherwise, it was just taking the money home so he could buy the latest Zelda game and stuff. Um, and um, but yeah, he, it's, it's just I feel like I've destroyed a part of his childhood by by not encouraging the football. Like if I were a different parent, he'd be into football now, and not so into what? comics. Being into just, football's uh, boring. You want him to come. <laughs> Honestly, I can't think. Somebody was saying to me yesterday that they didn't, they totally didn't understand my complete and utter disdain and disinterest in team sports. I can't think of anything more boring than, than football or, or any, any team sport. Mm. Any team sport. There's nothing, individual sports are more boring. It's, you know, golf. Ex, golf. Ex, golf's not a team sport and it's more boring it's than football. It's more boring, yeah. But <laughs> I want, I see these things on TV. I go, there's a bunch of strangers on one side, a bunch of strangers on the other. I couldn't give a shit who wins. Why can't they just hug it out? No, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I, don't, I don't care that they exist. I, it's, and, and I felt like that back at school, whenever I was put on a team, I was like, well, come on, try to win. I'm like, why? You weren't put on a team. I was, well, sometimes you didn't have a choice. <laughs> I was like, you know, try to get a goal. I was like, what for? <laughs> uh, the, the existential arguments I have with PE teachers, it was like, you know, they were like, you got to try. I was like, none why? of this give, matters. Give me a reason to try. And there's no prize. They were like, you're playing for your own pride. I'm like, well, I don't care if I win. <laughs> well, what happened? So Tom went into big school. So he's just started big school. And his best friend, and, and w- w- Thomas was his best friend. I don't know if he was Thomas's best friend, right? <laughs> right. Oh. Uh, yeah, so he loved Thomas and, and still does and wants to talk to him all the time. And Thomas is like, meh. Um, anyway, he, he would not, um, he would not. Tom wanted to play football in primary school and at lunchtime and stuff. And this other kid was like, I'm not into football. Can we not do these other things? And Tom was always kind of, uh, I'd feel bad if I played football because Joe wouldn't get to hang out with me because I'd be playing football. And sometimes he did get to play football because he wasn't in. And it, and it just feels like between me and him, we've made him not like, to want to play football anyway. I, uh, I feel like we've if you wanted to play football, way. he'd play football. Yeah. I if you asked do you remember us playing football? Mm-hmm. He'll probably go I guess. I would imagine that he doesn't really remember. If it was something that's piqued his interest, <sighs> Wild Horses wouldn't have stopped him I, playing I, football. No, don't take this wrong, but I think you're overestimating your influence on your child. <laughs> Honestly, because like my dad did nothing but try to make me play football or sports. I mean, presents for presents were like always football kits or 
cricket bats or things like that. And I could not have been less interested. <laughs> you know, it's well, it, yeah, that's true. No, the fact they, that they find their own way anyway. Yeah, the fact that he wants to draw comics and all, I would take that as a bigger thing yeah, than, yeah. than anything else. That's a more positive direction to, to go in. Yeah, anyway, I I just I, it just made me think about the stuff like the shape of my of me, my brain, and where I am. And when you were younger, how much your parents did influence you or not, and how much of it is going to... I don't know. It's just therapy. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if I could afford it. Just go, go to your doctor and say, here, I need to go to therapy, and they'll put you on a list, and then about four months' time, somebody will give you a call and say, here, come on in next week. What, what, what would I, would I say? I would say ring lifeline, but I don't think it's really a... It's not a, it's not a life or death situation we've got here, really. It's a... It's more, am I annoying? (laughs) (laughs) What seems to be the problem, Mr. Holden? Am I annoying? You might push... Right now, yes. (laughs) Push the person in Lifeline over the edge. (laughs) They're talking to you on one line and on their mobile, they're onto the Samaritans. (laughs) The the other hand, he's like, I think I need to start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... So what did they st- when you were doing therapies, mm-hmm. Scott? What what was the opening gambit? What was the what was the opening gambit? Um, I mean, for you, I mean, this is what he's worried about. What's the first question? <laughs> <laughs> he's like kind of study for this one. He wants to know what they're going to say first. But the you first, you went in with the very first question, specific issues. I went. Yeah. To, I the went first to question s- is always him. What brings you here today? Yeah, bus, bus, <laughs> a bus, bus, a bus, a bus. I mean, they'll start writing. <laughs> they'll be like they'll be furiously writing down on their little pad. Oh yeah, okay. Are you reading? Are you I, reading that joke? <laughs> oh, you see what we've got here? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing. They're giving, <laughs> it, a, they're giving it a star factor. They're writing down another one. <laughs> Thinks he's a comedian. <laughs> did you? I bet jokes? he called someone big nose. <laughs> Desperately seeking attention. <laughs> and that's the other thing. It's I do feel like it's you went to therapy. It is like. Like, if there's a part of you worried that what you are at heart is a narcissistic attention seeker, going to therapy is just instant reinforcement of that? No, it's not. Is it uh, not? No, I, th- I think people could have therapy. Also, 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 maybe say, that's not what you seem like. Would be, would be good. <laughs> <laughs> would be a nice, would be a nice thing to hear, not... No, no, no. They, they, they wouldn't. PJ, you've just spent ten no. minutes wondering how much impact you have on your son's life. Like, well, I mean, if you're a parent, you have some people go to therapy for all kinds of reasons, whether it's for coping skills or for uh, you know just trying to get perspective on their lives. But you know, and but you've outlined what what your issue is right there. <laughs> You're worried that you're some sort of narcissistic. Um, you, you know, you can't pay attention to things. Uh, you know. Dance monkey dance. <laughs> can we take can we take next month's Patreon money and pay for an a, a, well, for an introductory buy session? Him, buy him twenty minutes of therapy. Yeah, and pay for an introductory session. I don't know if an introductory. I would worry. I mean, would you know? Like, how did you know you were done when the money ran out? <laughs> Is that still- no, no, because I got. I went while I was waiting for. Um, while I was waiting for my uh, place on the NHS uh-huh. uh, waiting list, I paid to uh, to go and see someone in the meantime because I felt that I needed yeah during that mm-hmm. wait. Um, so I went. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was right for me. I certainly felt more benefit from the NH from Elaine, the the girl from the NHS, than I did with the guy 
I you went were, to you were um, paying for. Yeah, the, the guy I was paying for. I went to a specific CBT mm-hmm. um, place mm-hmm. for the first bit because that's what had been recommended to me by my GP. Yeah. But that's CBT is about sort of taking your mind away from certain things. Yeah, and it's, it's about, it's about changing changing habits. your thinking ha- pa- habit yeah. pa- patterns and your thinking habits and um, and identifying destructive uh, thought, thought loops and and that's and that type of thing. It doesn't. It, it CBT is incredibly useful for a lot of people. Mm. It doesn't work so well for me because it feels like you need to have an identifiable thing that you want to stop doing. It's not. It's not even needing to have an identifiable thing. <clears throat> the the way my brain works is so. He says, for example, you need to get into the habit of realizing that when your heart rate is elevated above a certain point, that you're not having a heart attack. It's just a high mm-hmm. heart, heart rate. rate. Yeah, but what? But no matter how much I think about that, my brain still goes heart attack. Yeah, but th- yeah, but that one time though. Yeah, like yeah, that, th- there's always that one time. Yes, I mean it, it's high, but also it gets high if there's a heart attack about to happen. Yeah, so yeah. that's so it, it, yeah. my thought process is, and I don't know whether I need to try harder at it or you know, mm. but I you know I did all the the homework and stuff that he gave me, and it just didn't. It didn't, didn't really seem no. I mean, even just getting into a room, ignoring the stuff that didn't work, the CBT and and the kind of that sort of thing, just getting into a room and ex- and talking about how your anxiety levels had been that week and how your mm-hmm. um how your thought process had been and you know how you managed to talk yourself out of a loop or you yeah. know something like that was incredibly helpful. But mm-hmm. the overall CBT didn't particularly yeah, yeah. um didn't particularly help me too much. I don't think. Um, when I went to the NHS, uh, she doesn't do CBT. She said that she doesn't, it's not for her. It's yeah. not in, in the way that she likes to work. Um, she did a lot of listening yeah. and then asking difficult questions. Uh-huh. Um, and just kind of, you're talking to yourself then really. There's yeah. not a lot of... Yeah, it's talking therapy. I mean, that, yeah, that's, there's, that's, there's there's not a lot of advice given out. That doesn't sound good. There's not a lot of there's you not a lot the of advice. Like, no, I don't. I don't want to talk. You don't, don't want to talk. I don't uh. want someone to ask me a question. <laughs> Somebody start talking. I'm going to fill the time. You know, I'm going to say stuff. Yeah, well, that's you the, know, that's if the point. I were, if someone said to me, "Tell me something interesting, uh, whatever," and I, that's I would not go. What they'd say. It's they, not they, <laughs> Oh, PJ, PJ, I'm glad you. I'm glad you came here today. Now tell me something interesting, Mr. Holden. Tell me, blow tell my, me, blow a, my mind. Tell me a witty anecdote about your life, PJ. I know, but here's the thing: I would think of say that's what they did. I say. guarantee. With, I know no, it won't be what I they guarantee say. But, uh, within three and a half minutes, they'll have you talking. You'll think that you'll go in there and go. I'm going to control this situation. I'm not, no. I'm gonna, I know I'm, I'm not. That's I'm the gonna, problem. I'm, I'm gonna not going to be. That's the problem. I know I'm not going to be in control of this situation. I'm going to open with a joke. No, here's the thing. Disarm I them. I am not. I, the difficulty is that I will not control the situation. I will be out of control of the situation. I will be like when your mum would sh- shout at you and go, you're just showing off in front of your mates. That would be... That's <laughs> you controlling the situation. What are you talking about? Is, is your worry that you would cry? <laughs> well, no, I don't think that is. I don't think so. Scott, did you cry in therapy? Because um, I did. I got, I think I got close, but I don't think I actually, I don't think I actually wept. (laughs) (laughs) I think, no, I don't think I actually like. No, I I remember in one particular session, just getting very sort of emotional. Yeah. Is that your concern? Is it? No, 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 no. What is your, what is your worry? You're you're like, I feel like I'm going to get told off by my mum. 
I mean, there's a lot to unpack yeah, but in there. I mean, <laughs> no, you've made that about. I, I, that is not I what like, I said. Like, That's like, not like what I mom, said. Like when your mum tells you off. No, no. What I'm saying is, I would end up just blah. Yeah, like but that, your blah. exact words were. And I said, do you remember, like, in, like it's when like your mom, when your mum would go to you, stop showing off in front of your mates. If I was a therapist, I, I'm writing. This You're down. writing down, mum, and okay, I'm going. Okay, it's well, not to do. Your mates won't be there. It'll be you on your own with a stranger. Mm-hmm. And they will ask you questions. They will ask you why you're there. Mm-hmm. Now, you need to have an answer for that. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Of course you would. You have to. Why, what do you bring up here whenever we talk about it? I, don't, I just like to bring up things to talk about. <laughs> well, you, you have concerns. That is, no, that is fine. <laughs> why are you here? I just like to bring up things to talk about. And then they'll ask you, well, what do you like? What sort of things do you like I to... just like to talk about things. Yeah. And what sort of things do you like to talk about? I don't know. Like, what if I go dry? What if I can't think of anything to say? Just spit on it. <laughs> they will absolutely. You've made that sexual, and that was not. That's. They, I, I, if they, I was in therapy right now, they'd be writing down just just as furiously. <laughs> they, they will. They will drag you into a position where you can talk about something. You've made it sexual too. <laughs> Everything sexual. A, there's a there's a documentary filmmaker. Um, uh, called Albert Maisel's. The Maisel's brothers have made some of the the most remarkable documentaries. Give me shelter that I've ever seen. Um, uh, my favorite is Salesman, where they in 1956, I think they released it. it uh, they follow around traveling Bible salesmen mm-hmm. through the uh, the Midwest of America. It's fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But they had a theory. They didn't ask any questions. There was never any interviews with their subjects. Mm-hmm. It's all literal observation. Even the interviews, they don't ask questions because their poli- their philosophy was if you sit someone yeah. down with a camera pointing at them, oh. eventually they're going to start talking. Yeah. And yeah. that's when you get the most real, raw. Yeah. And that's what will happen. Yeah, but the therapist doesn't have time for that. But that's, well, <laughs> she does. She has all the time. Like the, She'll sit down, what are you here to talk about? And you'll say, well, uh, I don't know. Or I just like to talk about things. He's like, well, what do you like to talk about? And she'll let that hang uh-huh. until you say something. Until you say There's something. Gotta be a way we can I, get a my, on my, I feel like I, I feel like my my worry is right, right? Not my worry, but the the thing is, when I went with Andrew to the gym, right, to get physically fitter and healthier and lose a bit of weight, I came out fatter. <laughs> Yeah, but that wasn't anything to do with going to the gym. You can't you can't get more messed up in the therapist's office. You were getting you were like going to the gym and doing all the good work in the gym. Yeah, but then fucking off for a pasty supper. <laughs> That's not the same thing. How do you know it's not the same thing? How do because you know what do you, do? you don't go there and you go here's here's I'm going to unload mentally of all the stuff that. Yeah. You know, it might be. We're not saying it, I'm not saying it's an easy. Pro- it's, it's an easy process. No, but uh, what I don't think is going to happen is you're going to walk out of the therapist office and start walking down the street, going big nose, fat ass, <laughs> weird eye, and just pointing out flaws in people <laughs> on the street, going, "These are the you don't look like humans to me." <laughs> Oi, Specky! <laughs> it's you know something I think would have to happen for you to to be more mentally broken. By the I'm time mentally, you finish. But I'm not mentally broken. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying. He's saying for you to be more mentally broken. Yeah, so, not, if, for, yeah, so in a, for, for you to become out of this therapy session and be mentally fatter. Yeah, okay. Something I would need that. to be happening outside of the therapist's office. Okay, okay. okay. I'm not sure what the, what the mental equivalent <laughs> of a pasty supper is. <laughs> I mean, it might be Twitter. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, there, there's. Uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, what it is, what it would be, would be engaging, doubling down on harmful behaviour. Yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah. but I mean, at least we'll get content out of it. <laughs> content for the content gods. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like um, I mean, I, I to I'm be honest, curious about the at process. This stage, I think we need to stage an intervention because this is becoming. <laughs> I'm just curious about. I'm just curious about the whole thing. But you're like that. You're like the. Uh, I feel like there's a part. Like everyone, everyone's life is like. I think like this is the, brick. Ulti- the ultimate Patreon gift. <laughs> if, we, if we could get PJ into therapy and record it, and then if you're it's a like, pa- if you're a Patreon, you get to hear the sessions. Oh, everyone! It, like, everyone you're, you're, you're is sit, like a piece of Jenga. You're, you're sitting beside me, and you're going, well, uh, "What's that ice cream like?" You're like, "Oh yeah, it's, do, do you want to try some?" No, 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 no. I just, I'm just wondering, just wondering what's it like. But then, what's that bit on the top? What? what uh, you got peanuts? What's that like? No, no, I don't want. I don't want any. No, I don't want to try any. But the assumption but, here is that anybody who goes through therapy comes out better, a better person in some I way. I don't know anyone who's ever had a bad thing to say about therapy. They've maybe had what bad you, things to say about therapists. Okay. In particular, like that one didn't work for me, or they made me, you know, they made me feel in a way I didn't like. So I mean, I went to a different one, but. The concept of therapy, I think everyone generally has a positive. Like, what if they uncork your worst? You're exes? so concerned with this. You're so concerned that they're gonna like turn out that Uncle Barry fiddled with you or something, like that, <laughs> and you've been repressing it for years. <laughs> I think you think that you're gonna discover something horrible. You, <laughs> think, you think that you're gonna lie down on the sofa, and it's just all and, and it's just all gonna spill out. What is there to spill? What 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 is maybe it? Maybe nothing. Exactly. Maybe nothing. <laughs> you think there's something hidden? You think there's like a deep dark secret? And you can't you can't bear that it's gonna come out, but you don't know what it is. Not even you. <laughs> it's like you've written this shitty mystery novel and you don't know what's happening at the end. <laughs> Oh, just think think of it like a like a choose your own adventure story. <laughs> yeah, but he's worried that someone's torn out one of the pages. <laughs> and the therapist has them. <laughs> They've torn out the pages and mailed them to the therapist. <laughs> You're gonna find out what's on the other side of the dungeon door. Uh, anyway, but right. We our lives are like we're like a piece of Jenga and a big Jenga tar. If you pull out a bit of us. <laughs> Who's giving you this metaphor? Who's they? (laughs) Why why are they doing this? (laughs) I'm just saying, if your psyche is is made up of like a Jenga tar... But um, but it's like a Jenga par tar connected to lots of other people. You are all one mass. The people you are with, the people you know, the people you love, the people that love you, the people that, you know, your family and your friends. We're all one big mass of relationships and stuff. And then you start poking and prodding at one little bit of that tar, and you pull. What, 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 what bit? What bit, PJ? I don't know. What I don't bit? know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would say... <laughs> and you yeah. pull it out, and it just it collapses point, something. I would say the point of therapy is to do the exact opposite. It's to put bits in. It's to help you become more stable, not to tear you apart. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel stable. I feel fairly stable. <laughs> I, 
I heartily disagree. Mister, <laughs> if we could do a poll right now. Who's disagrees the most strongly? The anybody who's anybody who, anybody who's listening to this, anybody who's listening to this, either on the Discord server with the Patreons or on Twitter, just reply to PJ hashtag disagree. <laughs> if you disagree, if you disagree with By the, the time notion, they do that, I'll be going. What the fuck are people? Oh, it, it it'll, all, it'll all come flooding back. <laughs> hashtag disagree. Hashtag stable genius. No. <laughs> Hang on, I am prime rock solid stable. I am very stable. Scott, when was the last time you came onto the podcast? And said, I've got a lot of issues we need to talk about. <laughs> I know I've I never s- done it. <laughs> I saw a piece of racism today, and that was the first time in ten years. <laughs> PJ rocks up at my house. He's like, I've got time for three podcasts. I've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Just because I've got stuff to talk about doesn't mean to say I'm not really, really stable. I'm really I'm stable. Really, really, really stable. I am. This is how Trump talks. I'm really, I'm, I'm really, really stable. But what if they pull out the Jenga blocks that make up my fragile psyche? <laughs> What's the J stands for? Ball Jenga home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, like, I mean, what defines stability anyway? What do you? How do you define someone as stable or not stable? I mean, I'm not about to pick up a gun and go on a shooting rampage, for example. Is that the only measure of success you have? <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying that's one extreme. That's an, that's an extremist example. Okay. okay so but, what- but like, I mean, God, I've been living in the same place for how, how many hundreds of years? Living literally in the place where I've always lived. I am so re- fundamentally reliable. We're not people. talking about how geographically stable you are. <laughs> I've had regular income for her. I, I think I think what makes you stable is that you know. What do you define it as? Do you define it as a personality that doesn't vary? Not do not, as- not having a spiral thought process where you think, God, I was really mean to that guy twenty five years ago. I see what you've done there, Scott, and I I, I don't appreciate it. That's a, I mean, that yeah, is all right, a- all right, okay. That that's a valid. Point, I suppose. I mean, part of. I mean, part of it is. I we need stuff to talk about. You know. Yeah, but stability would be. You know. What? What? I'm not. Do you, do you me find and yourself... Ron have made it through? What are we like seventy episodes in? Sixty episodes? Yeah, in? something like that. Yeah. Without any of this. I <laughs> <laughs> go on. If I wasn't on here, this show would be. This very show would different. have ended about a half an hour ago. Whenever I finished talking about. <laughs> Whenever I finished talking about the movie that I had seen and the movie that Ron had seen, and that would have been the end of the show. Yes. The show would have still gone out. Um, <laughs> but the content wouldn't be so spicy. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a different kind of show, though. It's a different kind of show. It's a different kind of show. But, find, but do don't do try. You, hold on. He's do trying to blame us. No, no do, you find not- it, do you find it hard to sleep at night? Not at all. No. Never. Uh, do you dwell on negative thoughts a lot what do you mean by negative i mean what negative is negative thoughts about yourself or about your situation i don't think so sometimes i think great thoughts i mean no, i mean no more or less than anyone else i don't think anyway i don't think your concerns about your parenting or about your kids are particularly abnormal i think they're fairly yeah i think so I think too i think those are normal 
And I think, you know, you're... In fact, it's a bit weird if you don't have those thoughts, I think. I think, I think any, every parent I know thinks in some way they've failed or midway through failing. I think you probably have realistic uh, assessments of your own abilities as an artist and doubts at the same time. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, sadly, those are the totally accurate assessments of my feelings. This is what that is. Well, I mean, no, you, you joke about it, but I know that you you know how good you are, and you also know that you you know there's things that you wish you were better at. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. And that's I don't fair. think that's that's unusual either, especially in a in a profession where your work is very publicly judged. stable. Stable. See? I think you are probably quite stable. Thank you. I don't like, need therapy. It's, no, it's, no. <laughs> I mean, you, what you did there was just, like, no collusion, no obstruction. <laughs> Presidential <laughs> harassment! But we have also had extended conversations on this show about your inability to act like a normal person in company. But as we said, that's baked in. <laughs> I don't think that's that unusual. I don't think any, I think everyone's got some of those problems with being able to be in a company of people. I mean, to, to, I, I, mean I think the th- crucial thing there is the only person suffering is the other people. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not PJ. Although I have found myself in, in situations where I've been with people and I thought, I don't think they like me. And I've kind of gone on. And has that bothered you? Yeah. Well, that's, that's normal. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, but the, I, I, I don't think they like me. Like, normal people don't like me, and I'm going. Oh, I wish they did like me because I like them. Yeah, but they don't like me, so what's that? Okay, then. All right, well. but you know what? It, that that feeling doesn't last beyond having a sleep. You know? What about with your kids? I don't have any. <laughs> I'm only joking. I was I was the hint there. Is my kids don't like me? It was a joke. My kids love me. I'm a great dad. Yeah, but I mean, you might get to the stage where you don't like your kids very much. Oh, I don't like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, I love them both. Oh, but that's different from liking them. Yeah, I know. I, I was trying to skirt over that. <laughs> no, I do. I do like both of them. Of course I do. Anyway, I think that's enough for today. I mean, I'm ready for another R. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Anyway, okay. I, I, no time for a pick of the week this week. We've missed it again. No, I, I, I suppose I haven't really had time to even think about it. So. Yeah. I've got, uh, oh, well, got, well, well, right, got loads of picks of the week. I've got one from last week. I've got one from this week. Well, let's right, just say this week's one is this week. Okay, fine. I think everybody should go and watch a movie called Destroyer, but that's not my pick of the week. Mm-hmm. My pick of the week, I've taken a picture of it so I could remember the name of it. Uh, my pick of the week, Hannah got me... Um, it was my birthday, now we're listening to this, it was my birthday like a month or so ago. Oh, um, happy birthday. Thank you. How old were you? 35. Oh, so young. Um, and Hannah got me, uh, the, the thing that she bought me for my birthday, it was going to be like a month and a bit away before it'll arrive. So she got me like a little goodie bag of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and in it was this stuff, um, L'Oreal Men Expert Hydrogenic X moisturizing gel. I was expecting this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's amazing. So I've like I've had problems with my skin for a while, just like just mm. not spots or anything because I'm I'm that's your QPG thirty five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hit me with it. <laughs> no, I have two problems with gonna, my skin. It's gonna, very dry. It's not nice. Um, <laughs> two problems. It's very it's dry, dry and it's not, not nice. nice. Um, it's not nice when it's dry that's what I'm saying and I've tried like I had I would always just I've only only ever used uh, water 
to wash my face in. Don't the use water. That's bad. That's that's all I've ever used. It's bad. It's not good. Um, what were you supposed to use? Uh, something with water because water just doesn't work well. Good. Well. That's all I've ever used. And I never really had spots as a kid growing up. I was mm-hmm. always pretty clean Oh, you bastard. But um, the last couple of years, I've had quite bad, just kind of like red, almost looked like a little bit of rash just at the top of my beard. I never, it's not, I don't know what it is. Anyway, this stuff has cleared it up. My skin Ooh, feels I'm going to buy some of Amazing. That and it, you can put it on, if you have a bit of a beard, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's suitable to go on over the top of the beard and then to get the skin under the beards. So it's called... And, I hate the way they do this. They they have to market this stuff for men. Oh, so does it look like a petrol container? Is it in no, camouflage? No, no, but it does look like a little sci-fi like mm. module. There's thing. like they they because the uh, my wife bought like uh, cleaning stuff for her, cleaning stuff for me, and then my uh, like shower stuff. And my shower stuff, even the name of it, it's like. Minus four degrees centigrade, yeah. and it looks like yeah, like, like, the stuff a, like I an oil thing or like, something. It was pit bull or something like that. Or, <laughs> um, but this stuff uh, I want to. It's called Hydra Energetic X from L'Oreal Men Expert. Hydra Energetic gel. X. Yeah, and it's it, it's genuinely brilliant. You see, the kind just no, call I've, it nicey squeezy face nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've genuinely noticed. It's the only thing that I've ever used that I have <gasps> genuinely noticed a. Big difference. How much is it? I don't know. Hannah bought it for me. I can uh, find. I guess I can find super out. Super expensive. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think Hannah would have bought me something super expensive. Something okay. that I can't then continue to Bye. to keep up. I, I'm going to guess it's ten to twelve pounds. Okay. I think you're wrong, but okay. Um. But it's the only thing where I've ever seen any difference uh, in anything that I've been using in terms of like skincare and that sort of thing. Okay. Do you have a brand of moisturizer? I have. I have a brand of moisturizer. I have got something the doctor gave me because my skin came out in kind of red, rashy stuff after I was making models for Garth's war comic stuff, and I th- I feel like what happened was the fumes reacted badly with the my glue. skin. Yeah, yeah the okay. fumes from the glue, and and suddenly my face was like a red rash with like crusty yellow, and it's just hard. And it's never really gone away. It flares up sometimes. It's better other times. I went to the doctor, and he gave me um, some washy face stuff, which is washy face feeling nice. <laughs> washy face, fe- your stuff um, that was kind of in like medical grade kind yeah. of hospital tube thing, and and he and basically said, don't use soap, soap and water, bad. Uh, use this stuff, and this stuff is. Quite sorry, I wash with it's like it. an emollient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my face will go kind of when I use it. My face will go red. And then I'll, I'll use a kind of something that's that's for um, fungal growth. I don't know what it is. It's like you put it in your face and it makes the thing go away. I don't know. It's a thingy washy go away. I think it's called. <laughs> and uh, and that's what I've been using. But I might try that as well just okay. to give that a go. Um, so there. What I, about you? I use La Roche Posay Cicle Cicle Plast B three. So, uh, or B1 maybe but yeah I buy it in batches from like a pharmaceutical sales place over in England <laughs> right pharmaceutical sales it's, it's place quite exp- it's quite expensive to buy it's like maybe 15-16 pounds a tube but I think I find a tube much- a tube yeah a small tube no a tube it's about maybe 100 mil or something in it or 15 pounds for 100 mil well maybe it's a bit more it's Yikes. 150 but, uh, but I found somewhere that was selling to me like a you know two, three for the price of two or something like that okay. so uh, yeah, I use it every day. And oh, okay. it's, um it makes a big difference to my have you, face. Uh, have you got a pick of the week apart from your face? Um, honestly, I don't. No, All right. well, I'll, p- I'll tell I'll, you I'll pick, I'll pick the SD card that I've been using. Oh, the right new oh, SD the- card, not, <laughs> not the one that we didn't manage to successfully record. Yeah, but as it turns out, a really uh, a really useful thing to have not happened was recording of that show, given the number of crimes my father confessed to. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, the, the, I this button got pushed an awful lot. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that going on. Um, so in the end, it turned out to be useful because it, apparently the statute of limitations hadn't run out on any of those things. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I, I'll give a pick of the week. Mine is stratagem.host, who is my new hosting for my website. Okay. I've been hosting a website on um, a web server called PHP Web Hosting, which I got like... I don't know, 15 years ago or something was where okay. I started. And when I started, I signed up for, it was like $9.99 at the time. That was four pounds and four or five pounds because of the dollar, the pound exchange rate. And it was really f- hard to find your own PHP web host. So I used these guys because uh, I put uh, WordPress on it. And then over the years, of course, things change. Uh, I eventually moved to WordPress, but having a WordPress thing was bobbins because you can't add plugins to WordPress unless you pay extra money. Mm. So even though I was paying, if I wanted an extra WordPress plugin, extra money. Um, and I, they, their PHP web posting had turned a bit rubbish. They were always a bit rubbish. They'd sometimes lose. Uh, they'd be very slow to update. And, and even whenever you're posting a web post, it would be quite some time for it to update, take a couple of seconds or so. But also, weirdly, I think what happened was I was trying to log in on my f- on my computer and I attempted to log in too many times and they marked my computer IP address as spammy. God, right. And okay. so I could never even get access to the fucking thing now. So it was like, ah! So I looked around, I got some advice, I asked on Twitter and a couple of people said, suggested stratagem, stratagem.host, looked at their website, like three ninety nine or something for like, same sort of hosting, much better, much yeah. better quality, much cheaper, and that's UK money as well. Because by now I'm paying like nine ninety nine a month on this other one, because uh, the dollar uh, sterling rate's so rubbish. And um, in, installing WordPress on it was a button click, and because they've they've got all this back end stuff, and then I just transferred my domain name over, which was and it took a little bit of a while because the domain name was still on another host, had to be moved, and it was very boring. But now it's all on this little server, and it's really good. So stratagem.host, they're good. If you'd like to sponsor stratagem.host, <clears throat> uh, just contact me. Yeah. and yeah, same, you, for, same for L'Oreal. Or, tr- and also any psychiatrist listening to the show. <laughs> well, anyway, that's our show. Yep. Thank you for listening, and uh, apologies for just everything, really. <laughs> that's something you need to talk that's about. That's how therapy goes, really. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Keep on the sunny